Hey, uh, welcome to Introvert This. I'm your host, Hudson, wanting to remind you that we are the true silent majority in this country. Most of us are told from birth to, to just be yourself. But for an introvert, folks only want you to be yourself to a certain extent. As introverts, we are constantly criticized for not doing extrovert stuff. So the theme of this episode is change versus growth. But before we get started, let me remind you that you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Player FM, and many other Captivate FM affiliate platforms. And I also have a fledgling Facebook page at Introverse This. Please follow me on Facebook. I'm an introvert, so I may not talk much, but... I want to know you're there. So a lot of what sparked this episode is the, is the coming of the new year. For a lot of people, the new year is a great time to start over, make changes, build a better you. I can dig that. I can dig growth, but, but as an introvert, I've been told most of my life that I need to change. So for me, change and growth have been walking hand in hand, and I, and I never knew the difference. Now, before I go any further, let me define what I mean by change versus growth. So I define growth as trying to eliminate a weakness by improving a part of yourself. I define change as trying to eliminate a weakness by getting rid of a part of yourself. In other words, Let's say I feel unhealthy and overweight, which is true for me. Growth, that means I put a vegetable with every meal. I try to have a meatless Monday, cut down on fast food, you know, maybe replace some of my regular bacon with turkey bacon, start an exercise program a couple of days a week. You know, that's growth, but change. Change is, let's say you want to cut out all fast food, all fried foods, all junk. You want to go vegetarian. Maybe you try a bunch of fad diets. You know, you get giant overpriced gym memberships and go every day. You know, you you make everyone awkward at restaurants ordering salads and, and staring at your friend's cheeseburger. And in some cases, you know, you might even, you know, think about plastic surgery. Now, that all that has changed. Now, the thing is, there's a time for change and there's a time for growth. Both have their purpose and both are great when done correctly. The problem is, is that we suck at at identifying which one we need and we suck at doing either one of them the right way. Now, from my descriptions of growth and change, you thought to yourself that change sounds much more extreme than growth, then you would be right. Change, change is very extreme, but it's the more common approach. You know, I can't tell you how many people talk about they're going to cut out all fast food, they're going to cut off fried foods, they're going to cut everything, they're going to the gym every day, they're going to wake up at three or four in the morning some outrageous time, they, they plan on doing this for the rest of the year. That is very extreme. Okay, this may shock 
some of you, but most of us just need growth. But the but but why do we think we need so much change? Well, the problem is that we watch shows like The Biggest Loser and, and My 600-Pound Life. We watch movie stars like, like Michael B. Jordan and, and Chris Hemsworth, and, and we see them get shredded for a movie, right? We see the Kardashians for the past 20 years not look a day older in two decades. They, they come out looking the same, right? You've seen so many wonderful transformations uh, but what we refuse to see, even when it's right there in front of our naked eyes, are the extreme things all of those folk, uh, all of those folk I've just mentioned, they, they've all went through extreme sacrifices, done extreme things to make it happen. You refuse to see all the expert doctors, dietitians, trainers, and plastic surgeons that make these transformations transformations possible. You refuse to see the discipline that goes into not only getting there, but staying there. Because staying there is not easy either. You refuse to see what they put their bodies through. You know, you, you we all look past all of that to find some random dude on Facebook that tells you, I have the complete Thor workout program right here. Or uh, get shredded just like Captain America. You know, and, and I'm not saying that those are not the workouts that those guys do. But what I am saying is that they aren't telling you the whole story. They don't tell you that Chris Evans probably had a dietitian that designed a, a, a meal plan specifically for him. Probably had a chef prepare all the meals for him as well. Do you really think Chris Evans, while he's preparing to play Captain America, that he's doing any of that meal prep himself? I doubt it. And we all know how, how much sacrifice and time it takes for meal prep. They also don't tell you that that workout is specifically designed for Chris Evans. It is not a Captain America workout. It's a Chris Evans workout designed to make him look the way they want Captain America to look. And, and it's likely because no people, Two people are alike. You know, we're like snowflakes. So it's, it's very likely that even if you do the exact same workouts that he does, you would not get the same results. I'm not saying the results would be not be good, but you wouldn't get the same ones. And they also don't tell you that those workouts they do are very extreme. And extreme workouts, if you talk to trainers, talk to doctors, those extreme workouts are only meant to do it for short bursts of time. You know, a few weeks, a month here and there, maybe. But then you're supposed to go back to a more normal, less intense workout, or else you, you risk serious injuries. But see, truth is, they don't have to tell you any of that. And you know why? Because we're not going to stick to it. I mean, let's be honest, we're not going to stick to it. And, and they don't care, honestly, if you do, because all they want to do is make a quick dollar off of us. These, these folks that get online and tell you they got the Thor workout, they got the Wolverine workout, they got all these workouts, right? But they expect you to just do it for, for a couple of weeks and because they hardly ever give you any real definite time limit. They don't really tell you how long it's going to take for you to get shredded, 
right? They just tell you do these simple workouts. Simple. Yeah, simple until you get started doing them. You know, most of us do not have the discipline to maintain these extremes that we've convinced ourselves that we need. What we're actually looking for is a quick fix. And before we know it, we're we're a month in and we don't see that shredded Captain America body. You know, maybe we saw one nice change after a week of working out. But then after that, we're not seeing the results that we're looking to see. You know, and, and we end up depressed and we fall backwards right back to where we started less than a third of the way through the year. So what's the problem? And why does this happen to so many of us year in and year out? Well, the problem for most of us is that we do not know when, when it is that we need change or when we need growth. And most of us lump the two in together like they're the same thing. But if you remember my examples from earlier, you'll, you'll know that growth and change are two vastly different things. And, and they, they need two vastly different approaches. So then, how do you know whether you need change or growth? Well, in the case of weight loss, right? Uh, you know, are you 400 pounds? Or, or do you just have a, a, a beer belly, right? You see, but before you decide to do something extreme, you should ask yourself, are you in an extreme situation? If you're 250 pounds with a gut, uh, that is far from extreme. That's far from an extreme situation. In fact, <laughs> you're where I am now, right? And, and let me tell you what my plans are for the year. I'm going to start by having half a plate of vegetables with dinner every night. And I'm going to get a vegetable with every meal throughout the day. All right. I'm going to refuse having seconds. Right. No matter how good the meal is, if I'm full, I'm full. Right. And if I am hungry and want some more, guess what? I'm going to have a whole lot more vegetables. Now, I'm not going to have desserts until after 12, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm an early snacker, right? I, I got a giant sweet tooth and, and I'll, I'll, have like a, I'll have a slice of cake in the morning. I don't care, right? But I'm going to make it until after 12. But I'm not going to have any after 5, right? Because I don't want it sitting on my stomach when I try to go to bed. So I'm going to cut off sweets at 5. So I got from noon to 5 to have sweets, right? I'm also going to start with, with a full glass or bottle of water at the beginning of the day. And we'll make sure I do the same thing at the end of the day. And when the warmer weather starts coming around in April or May, I'll start jogging. And I'm going to work my way up to a small workout routine to close out the year. Now, these are small changes. Nothing fancy and nothing that's going to take a ton of time you know, and, and and when the year is coming to an end and it's time to do New Year's resolutions all over again, you know, I'll already ha have something to build off of from the growth from this year. I feel great because of the accomplishments and, and I'll have even more confidence to move forward 
with new resolutions. Not to mention, I'll probably be 20 to 30 pounds lighter with just those little changes. Okay, now, what if I was 400 pounds, right? Well, then it would probably be past time for some extreme measures, right? But when you need extreme measures, then you probably need to seek professional help, right? Don't try to do that on your own, right? See a doctor, get a referral to see a dietitian, chat with your HR manager at your job. There could be programs through your employer's insurance that can help. You know, insurance companies want to promote good health because it means they got to pay out less money because you get sick less, right? You, you can have a health issue that you don't even know about, right? Your weight could have could have very little to do with your diet. And it could be a it could be a thyroid issue or any number of other issues. But if the problem is extreme enough for you to feel like you need to cut out every guilty pleasure from your diet, if you need to to work out two hours a day every day, which is extreme then maybe it's extreme enough for you to seek out some professional help, right? But first, you need to identify if your situation is extreme or not. And if you're having trouble figuring that part out, then again, it's time to seek help, right? Talk to a doctor, run some tests, and let them help you determine how mild or extreme your particular case is. Now, if you stay with me this long, you're wondering why a show about being an introvert is talking about weight loss. Let me tie it all back around for you. I used weight loss because I think that's an easy example to illustrate what I mean by change versus growth. It was the easiest way for me to describe how to determine which one you should consider. Most people feel like we need change because we are bombarded with so many extreme images that those images begin to feel normal. Like Michael B. Jordan is not normal, y'all. <laughs> if you look at him as the benchmark for what you should be, then there's a 99% chance that you will be unnecessarily dis disappointed in yourself, right? Not to mention that you won't be happy with everything you, you even have to do to get there and maintain that. Right, so, so after all the work, you won't feel any better. In the meantime, all these get in shape quit folks are getting rich. These gyms, they're getting rich off of people who buy those extravagant memberships for a year and most don't set foot in that gym past February. But you're still on the hook for all that money to pay. So how does this relate to introverts? Because this is what extroverts do to us introverts all the time. We are, we are bombarded daily with the notion that introvert tendencies are wrong. We are constantly asked, why are we so quiet? We're punished at our jobs because we don't go out for drinks with the team. So we get forgotten when promotion time comes around, right? Our friends make us feel guilty for not coming out with them. You know, and a bunch of these motivational speakers get rich because they sell us some book or we go to some conference and they tell us that we need to talk more and sound more enthusiastic while doing it. And that's what that's all they tell us. And they get rich off of us. 
we've been convinced so much from a young age that there is something wrong with us. And at some point, we started believing it. At some point, a lot of us do start to develop shyness or become withdrawn, and not because we're introverts, but because we were convinced that there was something wrong with being an introvert. So what I'm going to do for the month of January, I'm going to dedicate these next few episodes to some of the common things that introverts believe they need to change about themselves. I'm going to take those things and show you why I believe that it may be an opportunity for growth instead of change. I'm also going to show you why I believe that when extroverts try to convince us we need to change, it's nothing more than an unwitting ploy to hide their own insecurities and make you accepting of their bad habits. So for now, I ask you to take your list and think about seeking a professional in the field to help you through it. If your resolutions involved health or something that could involve a medical emergency if left unchecked, I ask you to please follow your doctor's instructions. In fact, I encourage seeking a professional is actually what I hope to encourage all of you to do if you feel like a change is necessary. I, I, I am going to stress that I am not a medical or psychological professional. I don't profess to have the answers. That's why I strongly urge you to seek the help necessary to help properly identify and accomplish your goals. Folks, you are not going to find it on Google. You know, no one on Google is going to give you the, the help that you need. Even an expert needs to talk to you, right? Even expert opinions don't necessarily apply to you specifically. You need to talk to a professional, right? And you need to get their opinion after they've talked to you, after they've run tests on you. Then you need to seek their opinion, right? And if I haven't convinced you of that now, or if you're on the fence, Please listen to this podcast throughout the month of January because just as recently as 2017, I was convinced there was something wrong with me. And in 2017, I realized that the only real thing wrong with me was trying to deny parts of me instead of embracing them because extroverts were trying to tell me that I wasn't right. I was trying to make changes instead of creating growth and I was getting nowhere. So I'm going to cut this off for today because I'm drained. This conversation drains me um, because I know there's so many of us out there who've been convinced that, that we needed to change. We've been convinced that being an extrovert was the way, right? So I'm going to cut it there because I feel that these next episodes are, are so important. I want to be fully recharged when I bring them to you. So for now, I need you all to remember that we are the true silent majority in this country. This has been Introvert This with your host, Hudson, signing off.